Hey everybody and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I am the pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And welcome as we continue our journey, taking a devotional look at the New Testament, reading one chapter of the New Testament every weekday. And what I'm doing here is just sharing a few devotional thoughts, maybe a few observations or applications that that maybe you didn't pick up on or, or maybe that I can help you process a little bit more deeply the Word of God and the impact of the Word of God on, on your life. And so today we are in we're in Mark chapter 9 and we're picking up right after the transfiguration. Now, when we talked about uh the transfiguration in the book of Matthew, I I talked about that section, that story. And so today I'm going to just jump over that and I'm going to pick up in a situation right after that where Jesus and the disciples that were with him, they return back to the rest of the disciples and they find that there is a there's a problem. There's a problem. The problem is that these disciples that were not with Jesus during the transfiguration, yet they uh, they had a father come and trying to find Jesus uh, for healing for his son that had demonic possession. And uh, when they couldn't find Jesus, the disciples, they attempted to, to uh, care for this boy and they were not able. And so this is uh, this begins where there's a kind of a uh, kind of a crowd, kind of a ruckus as everyone's arguing and they're they're trying to sort through what's going on, why is this not working, what's the problem here, and Jesus enters the scene. And so if you want to pick up with me, we are in uh, in Mark chapter nine. I'm going to start reading in verse fourteen. Why don't you read along with me? Here's what the text says. It says, and when they came to the disciples, they saw a great crowd around them and the scribes arguing with them. And immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, were greatly amazed and ran up to him and greeted him. And he asked them, what are you arguing about with them? And someone from the crowd answered him, teacher, I brought my son to you for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out and they were not able. And he answered them, O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. Verse 20. And when they brought the boy to him, they saw the spirit And when the spirit saw him, excuse me, immediately it convulsed the boy and he fell on the ground and rolled about foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked the father, how long has this been happening to him? And the father, and he answered him from childhood. And it has often cast him into the fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you can, all things are possible for the one who believes. Now this is uh this is just this is tragic. Just try to sense the father's heart here in this moment. Your child, your son who you love, he is he he has these moments where this this demonic force seizes him and he he foams at the mouth. He he rolls around, he becomes rigid. This demonic force tries to throw the boy into the fire or into the water. I mean, can you just imagine the the, the restlessness that you would experience, the lack of peace, the the constant state of anxiousness and worry that this father and his family would be experiencing? They they would always be eyes on this boy to make sure he was safe. And he brings them to Jesus' disciples and they're not able to help him. And then it's almost like he's exasperated. It's almost like he's at the end of his rope when Jesus shows up and he says, he says, 
if you can, will you have compassion on him and, and do something for him? And, and Jesus's response is kind of challenging to the man. He says, if, if you can, and he says, all things are possible for, for the one who believes. If you can, as if to say, Jesus is saying, excuse the cultural reference, but you doubt my powers. This is what Jesus is saying. He says, if I can, what do you mean if I can? Listen, to the one who believes, all things are possible. This is what Jesus says to this man. And so what is it exactly that this man is to believe? Is he to imagine Jesus is the Superman? That Jesus can uh, do, uh, you know, like whatever it is this man desires in a moment? Is he to imagine this Jesus is a genie? Like uh, if he, he says the right words or, or performs the right ritual, then, then Jesus will act according to this man's wishes? What, what is this man to, to, to believe? Well, I think this man is to believe in Jesus. I mean, that, that sounds almost too plain, but, but this man is to believe that Jesus that Jesus has the power to heal. I mean, the, the stories of Jesus and his miraculous healing are already spreading. Many have already witnessed Jesus' healing. And so this man is to believe that Jesus, he can in fact do this. Jesus has already proven his ability to do this. But I would even push this further. I, I would say this, this man is to believe that Jesus, because he is connected with God, it might not be understood for this man at that moment that Jesus was the second member of the triune God, but he, he at least could recognize that Jesus was connected with God this man is to believe that God has ultimate power, that God is God. And not only that Jesus is Jesus, but that God is God. And because God is God, there is, there is nothing that is impossible for God. There is nothing too hard. There is nothing outside God's power. There is nothing beyond the reach of God's hand. God is God and so Jesus clearly being connected to God. This is what this man should believe. God is God. Jesus is Jesus. I love uh, I love what happens next. If you continue with the text, here's verse twenty three. Again, Jesus said to him, "If you can, all things are possible for one who believes." And then it continues. Immediately, the father of the child, he cried out and said, I believe, help my unbelief. And can, you, can you just sense the uh, urgency, the anxiousness, the, the longing in this father? He says, I, I believe with everything that I have, with all the belief that I have, I, I'm, I'm believing up to that level. And now he begs Jesus. In fact, it's a, the, the command form here. He, he begs Jesus. He says, he says, help, help my unbelief. Not help me to believe less. Help me to grow in unbelief. No, help me to overcome my doubt. Help me to get beyond the, the fear and the doubt that grips my heart as a father who's dealt with this for so long. I, I believe up to the limit of my, of my human ability. Now I am begging for supernatural ability to believe beyond what I have previously believed. Help. Help my unbelief. What a plea. What a prayer. Let's continue in the text. 
verses 25 and continuing, it says, And when Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he sees the crowd approaching. He rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. And after crying out and convulsing him terribly, it came out and the boy was like a corpse so that most of them said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose. And when he had entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast it out? And he, Jesus, said to them, This kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. Prayer. What, what does Jesus mean by praying? Does Jesus mean that this, these disciples, they should have prayed more? I, I would argue that actually this, this is the kind of prayer that is just, it is completely reliant and dependent upon God. This kind of desperate prayer where you go to God and you say, I am, I am at the end of my ability. There's nothing more that I can do. Remember the disciples, they have been charged with a mission. They have been empowered. They have been given the ability to cast out demons and to heal the sick. This has been their mission, but they got to the spot where, where their gifting only got them so far. And I think Jesus here is saying, your gifting only got you so far. At this point, you need to just desperately depend on the power of God to work beyond however you might be able to work. Work yourself. This really, it parallels the Father's prayer. The Father says, this is in my natural ability. This is as far as I can go. Help my unbelief. Help me get beyond that. In the same way, Jesus says to the disciples, you've been gifted. You can go this far on your own. But when you get to the end of your rope, listen, there comes a moment where you realize that on your own, you can't go and you can't accomplish what you've been called to. What's required is dependent prayer. Dependent prayer. I think there's so much for us today in terms of how we live in this modern day based in this ancient way. Now, this ancient way is, is it's almost repetitive as we walk through the book of Mark and we see this call to humility, this call to faith. That's the same thing here. This is a little bit different. The nuances is slightly changed. But here in this moment, what do we call to? We are called to a desperate prayer and a desperate faith. We are called to say, God, on my own, I am not strong enough. I don't have the I don't have the ability in and of my natural self. I need your help to face the things that I face in my life. In fact, really this is the prayer that we pray. I believe help my unbelief. I'm trying but Lord accomplish more in me than I can in myself. The prayer is really this. I am human and I depend on you, God, who are, who are supernatural. I am finite. I am limited. You are infinite. You are in. Uh, you are uh, un- unlimited. You are beyond. I am bound. This is the prayer. Our ancient way for the modern day is simply to recognize what? That God is God. That Jesus is Jesus. That we got the spirit living in us. The spirit is the spirit. And we are dependent upon God. That, that's it. We're dependent upon God. So today, as you consider these words, I, I hope that you'll, you'll go to the Lord with the tasks that you have. Oftentimes, this is, I start my day just saying, God, I've got more to accomplish today than I can on my own. Help. Please be with me. Uh, I've got situations that are more complicated than I know how to deal with. Help. Help me think correctly about these things. Guide my thinking. 
teach me to speak the right words at the right time. Help. Well, that's it for today. I hope you join us again tomorrow as we continue in this devotional journey through the New Testament and you continue to walk the, the ancient way, the ancient ways for these modern days.